Welcome to Brown Boy Chronicles, a podcast about brown boys sharing their life experiences, their perspectives, their ups, their downs, and basically just getting together to crack some jokes. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Brown Boy Chronicles. This is Lucky. This is KB. This is Harvey. And this is Deech. I'm back for uh, the anniversary episode. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back, Deech. How you feeling? Does it feel weird to record again? Or do you think you're back at home? Uh, it's chilling. Um, honestly, yeah. So a uh, little bit backstory. I took a little bit more of a producer role this season just because uh, things weren't going so well in my professional life. But no, it's cool to be back. You know, like it was still a lot of fun to produce the season. But uh, yeah, no, a lot of big stuff's been happening this month. You guys know the BTS. But uh, wait, uh, so for, for the people that don't know, Deech does like all of our covers, all of our like graphics and stuff, and even makes like our videos for TikToks and Instagram. So like he's a part of the process this whole way, even though he hasn't been recording during the season. But yeah, Deech, like, uh, how's the new job? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would highly recommend you guys listen to season one, episode nine the setbacks episode before listening to this but yeah so finally after about like almost 10 months I got a job and it's literally my dream job but it's awesome basically I'm going to be working in sneakers um, and uh, also 3D but I'm going out to like the LA area from New York so it's a big change and it's cool to be on a creative team now Um, but you know I was out there last week Got, got to see the lay of the land, find, find an apartment, meet my team and stuff. And it seems like it's going to be an incredible experience. What do you think about L.A. so far from what you like seen so far? It's uh, not, it's not New York. You know, it's got a different energy. And I mean, technically not L.A., though. Yeah, like outside L.A., but still like where I am, like it, it's pretty white. Uh, that's one thing <laughs> I noticed. Like first thing I noticed is like, I mean, you got to drive everywhere. That's a big change. But. You know, seeing all like the palm trees and all that stuff is pretty cool. But yeah, it's definitely <laughs> different demographic, different uh, I don't know, different people, different style, all that stuff. So that's all right. I'm I'm gonna get used to it. Are you gonna lock your doors? No, not at all. <laughs> Dude, I was I was thought that like that LA energy would like if I ever moved to the West Coast, it'd just be like it would make me want to do shit every day. You know, just that sun out all the fucking time and stuff. Yeah. No, it throws you off. I mean, it just doesn't get dark out there. But the only thing is, is it's so expensive to like go anywhere or do anything. Like, like gas right now was like six sixty. They gave me like a Mustang last week for like a rental car, so I was just cruising <laughs> around the, the coast and just like checking out places and stuff. But you don't like driving, right? And it's just so no. funny that they gave you a Mustang and then you don't. You're not even a driver, driver. Dude, I literally called KV. I was like, "What kind of gas is this kind of car take?" But like, he's got the uh, what's it called not the, not the mustang camaro yeah camaro. i was like they look the same basically i literally said it's not your car just put in 87 put in the cheapest gas <laughs> <laughs> honestly that's what i would do fuck the engine yeah i mean it it cost me like 80 bucks just to fill up once and i was like this is crazy man yeah that's kind of wild i never even had to think about like filling up gas or like getting gas now like that's like a thing you have to think about too yeah i'm not getting a car like <laughs> not yet when I move out there, I'm, I'm, I'm moving out like next week, but uh, he was on my, my roommate in New York. Like he works for an electric scooter company. He said he hooked me up. Oh shit. See how long I can manage with that. 
Yeah. Dude, every time I go to the gym, I just fill up like ten dollars at a time of gas because it's like right next to my gym. So like every every like couple days, I fill it up, hoping the prices go down. <laughs> like trying to see if it does. That's some dumbass shit. No, because 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 when Bro, you're when, wasting when, so much time. I'm not wasting time. It's just ten dollars. You have to go to the gas station every single day. Take out the card, put it in, unlock no, no. the pump. No, you tap to pay, boy. <laughs> you put the whole pump in. Like, that's a Dude, lot. Dude, gas takes so quick if you do it like $10 at a time. And I wait for the days that it's really low. Like, compared to like, like if it's above $5, I usually don't pay. If it's under but 4 you're talking like a matter over- of sense. What's a matter of sense? I go to the gym. I come home. No, I'm talking about like, the gas isn't like fluctuating like that. Like, you're not saving like a fucking substantial amount of money. Like, I'm not saving a substantial amount, but I'm still saving some. You're probably saving like twenty dollars, like over like the year. Okay, that's worth it. I'm, I feel more comfortable spending. I don't know why in my head I feel more comfortable paying for gas that's under five dollars. Gas is under five dollars right now for a regular. It's like four eighty. No, not here. It's like four ninety right now. It was above five dollars last week when we came back from Tulum. That shit was really high. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Biden did some tax holiday shit and that dropped it like a couple of cents, like ten or twenty cents. Supposedly there's gonna be riots or some shit like from July first to July fourth. Like they did that shit back when this originally happened too. Like when gas prices went crazy, people would just like stop going to the pumps or something like that. Oh, back they, in the seventies? Like, no. This was like in the two thousands. They're gonna supposedly do that again from like they're like I saw something. It was like you should fill up your gas tank before July first or after July fourth. Oh yeah, I did see that too. Interesting. Fuck. That's next weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. You guys notice like every wait, was it this year or last year? Like every holiday falls on a weekend. I think even this year also. Like every almost every holiday this year falls on a weekend. It's pretty dope. Yeah. There was a talking about gas, there was I saw this on TikTok. There was a Punjabi gas station owner like cutting prices by like a dollar on like just to like serve the community and stuff. It was pretty dope. He just felt like, you know, like you, you have to share and then like in times like this, you have to like be kind of kind and like you know uh what is it called generous yeah generous yeah, yeah you have to be generous <laughs> <laughs> generous i, I could have i was like yo how are you gonna there. let rinku tell you what what word do but you i couldn't i couldn't think of the word like i was thinking kind share but like yeah you have to be generous and stuff so like he, he was cutting like there was random people coming from like random like cities just to like be on a tiktok with them and stuff it was pretty cool maybe he just did it for influence nah six aren't like that we do it for the heart okay yeah, okay <laughs> 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 no, nah, there's a guy in New York that fucked up. And I think he like put he accidentally in the system put like six cents instead of like six dollars, and the gas station itself I think lost like twenty k in one day. Holy shit! He got fired for sure. Oh yeah, he got hundred percent fired, and now there's a lawsuit too. Like he has to repay. God damn. Yo, my concern is like we're gonna have to get adjusted to these high gas prices. What if all the big companies like Shell, Exxon, they come together like now nah, we're keeping it five dollars even if it goes back down to like cheap as fuck do you think this is gonna stay forever or do you think it's gonna go back down i don't know how it works on the back end on gases like gas stations there's many shit. suppliers of gas it's not just like oh even if you have like an exxon gas station doesn't mean your gas necessarily coming from exxon like when we used to have valero you are yeah working under the enterprise of valero but you're still able to have like a little bit of freedom of where your gas comes from um like at that time we would get it from like jack rich jack rich is probably like one of the biggest like gas oil companies out here on the east coast of pa and whatnot but then now like there's like yeah many uh, like options you can choose from 
Mm, okay, okay. I thought it was just like a big monopoly, kind of like you know Apple, Google, and all that when it comes to like gas. Like you just see Sunoco, Exxon, Mobil. Yeah, those are just like the I guess the outer shell. But like in terms of like getting your gas, there's like still a lot of options. Yeah, I mean gas goes up and down, so like I don't expect anyone to like keep it this high unless they need to. I mean, you don't make that much money on gas. You know what I mean? Like you don't. That's not where you make your profit. Your profit gets made like when in a gas station. Your profit gets made in the store. You're only making like a penny, two pennies. If you're real good, like if you're really like jacking your prices up, maybe like five to six cents off each gallon. So like, that's not where your like profits come from. Your profits come from like getting people to get into your store and like buying like the stuff, like the candy, the snacks, the drinks. Those have a lot higher margins. Yeah, I use a Gas Buddy. It's an app. It tells you like all the gas stations around you that are cheap, relatively. Mm-hmm. Yo, I think we went on a tangent. So, DJ, back to your job, bro. <laughs> back to your job, bro. So, no, this these tangents help the YouTube production because I've been putting in. You guys notice I put in like the timestamps, right? Like every time we like shift topics and stuff. Mm-hmm. This this stuff helps helps like you know cut it up. You know. No, yeah, that's pretty dope. That you've been doing that. Yeah. But going back to your job thing, uh, so do you want to share a little bit more? Like, I know you mentioned, like, 3D design. Like, do you want to talk about, like, the trials and tribulations it took yeah, for the yeah. past eight or nine months to get to where you are now? Yeah, for sure. So you guys know I had an interview with the, the big ones, like Nike, Adidas, Puma, all of them. I had to do design tests, all this stuff. But, you know, it just went months and months where I was just having – I'd have like one client for maybe one month of hope and then it would fizzle out. And I just kind of started to expect that, you know, my optimism was just kind of like, you know, it was very, like, I I just became very cynical. Like, you know, I've always been cynical, but it was kind of like, all right, don't get too attached to this client or whatever, because it's just going to fade out once you do the work for them. But yeah, no, I mean, the way this whole thing went down was uh, like, I had one client pull me along for two and a half months fizzled out and then i was like all right i need to get an engineering job i need to start applying asap it's been nine months no income no job i just started applying like crazy i was hitting you guys up like kv you do all the boot camps and i was like yo like put me on like tell me where do i what do i do to just so i can get stable income because this this is not sustainable on mentally like I, like i was just exhausted like just the time i put in the like design tests i was just like i can't do another week a free work for no result. And I was just like, so done. A lot of my creative friends, they were saying like, this is the, this is the process. You know, you're, you're being a little uh, selfish and like, also you're being like a little too like entitled. But I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is not just a one year pursuit. I've been doing this since realistically 2015 when I first applied to like art school. So I was just like, damn, did I just really like, like screw myself over by not going to an art school and set myself down this path but yeah i was i was feeling like shit for for a long time and literally like what happened was um got like contract work you know got some got like a legitimate offer and um i don't want to go too in depth with it but basically someone took a chance on me for the sneaker thing and he was basically like look i see your passion i see how long you've stuck this out how many tests you've done i don't want to wait around i'm not going to lose you to this like just come out to Cali, join my team. Like I want you full time. I was, I was just like shocked. It literally happened in a matter of a week. But up until that week, it was you know months and months and months of design tests, you know, rejections, cold calls, all of that stuff. And it was just 
you know, it, it breaks your spirit a little bit, but you know, this was second wind. And I literally wrote this down on my like sketchbook, second wind when I opened up a new sketchbook and, you know, it came to fruition, which is the wildest thing because, you know, boosted confidence and just, it gave me my purpose back. It's like, all right, all that shit you have been saying for so many years that this is your goal. This is what you want to see through. It's here. Like, like you were kind of right, you know, like, and again, I don't want to, make this sound like bragging but like i there's so many people i would, I would have loved to say i told you so too but i don't even need to say that i'm just kind of like grateful to be there and in, in, in the conversation now like you know like i have my own i got a team i'm on so it's pretty cool yeah the question i gotta ask is like when are we get our friends and family pairs what's the start man <laughs> <laughs> so are you gonna create like actual like shoe designs like are, are you do, working are, are you creating your own shoe or are you creating like designs on a shoe that's already made technically i'm not a designer i'm a developer um so i'm working more so on um how things are made and uh production so design is like the more creative like ideation story process all that stuff my stuff is more so taking that concept and making like 3d visualizations of it or like physical prototypes you know we got like a ton of 3d printers all that stuff and you know just pushing the craft in that level um so yeah it's a lot more technical so i guess it's a bit more fitting for what my background is and like the whole engineering stuff but you know i got got like a, a bunch to learn and the software skills i have in 3d like they use different ones gotta upgrade to all those you know just really keep leveling up the skill set a bit yeah it'll only get like once you get that first job it'll only get easier to get your foot into the door even more you know yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, that first thing, I know you waited so long and shit, but, like, that first job is, like, it feels so rewarding after so many months, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it didn't sink in until, like, a month later. Like, when I went out to Cali last week, I met the team, I met my boss. I was like, all right, this is, like, a fantasy, like, coming true. Like, I literally, this is the stuff you write down in, like, Disney Channel movies are about this shit, you know? Like, you, you know maybe not as dramatic but I, for me <laughs> everything i saw i was like that's crazy that's crazy my boss is like yeah like there's more and i was like show me everything like this is awesome i, I just can't wait to see it but you know it's uh i don't know maybe maybe down the line i'll be able to talk more about it i don't like it's true what people say like you're not supposed to say too much about like like what the work is because of releases release dates like what's being worked on the trends all that stuff no company wants to reveal their secrets, but also like they're all kind of doing similar stuff, trying to compete. So, you know, that's awesome, bro. Like you deserve it. And th it's kind of funny, like how this journey kind of happened the same time we like kind of started the podcast too. So for the people that don't know, this is about to be our, like, I think July 7th is when we released our first two episodes. So in like a week and a half, we're going to be hitting our one year mark. It's kind of wild that we've been doing this shit for a year. It doesn't even feel like a year to me, at least. Yeah, why well, you take a shot? Hey. <laughs> what, are you, what are you drinking, Pedialyte? Nah, it's just water. <laughs> okay, we'd like to take a quick break for the sponsor of this episode. This episode is brought to you by Single to Shadi. Single to Shadi is a community of marriage-minded singles looking for an alternative to the app scene when it comes to finding a true life partner. They cater specifically to South Asians living and working in the United States or Canada, and their approachable price point and relatability to their clients is what makes Single to Shadi different. They are not your parents' matchmaker. Use code BROWNBOY15 to get 15% off the intro package today. 
All right, that's all. Now back to the episode. So, uh, Deej, like, so what's, I know you can't go into it, but like, when like you're making a shoe or like the designs that you see and stuff, like what's the fine line of, in your opinion, inspiration versus like copying? Because I know there's been a bunch of lawsuits and stuff, right? That you wanted, oh, yeah. that you were talking about. I would say, uh, again, this I'm I'm speaking for myself. I I haven't started working yet, but I would say it's the same thing with you know copying like art styles, looking at someone else's work and trying to take parts of it. As long as it's like not identifiable, like where the exact influence is, then I'd say it's fine. Like if you come up with like your own I don't know, materials instead of just using the same materials as another shoe, I would say that's fine. Like prime example though, one that comes to mind is John Geiger right now. Like he, I think he was a Nike consultant um, and Nike's going after him now because he, he made the JG101. It's like the, uh, they look like Air Force Ones with his like G swoosh on it. But his whole thing, I'm pretty sure like his story was that Nike took so many of his ideas, like, you know, like the Velcro swooshes that were on some Travis's and stuff like that. Like that was his concept and they did, they just didn't let him do it. So they did it on his own, on their own when he was booted. But for this, like he basically took a shoe, took the likeness of it, like the physical silhouette, made it his own by replacing the sole, making a custom mold sole instead of like a typical Air Force One sole. And then just like upgrading all the materials to be more like luxury leathers and stuff like that. So it's like a little bit controversial because like it looks like an Air Force One, but it's being sold as a John Geiger one. But I don't know. I personally, I'd side with John Geiger. I mean, it's it, it's a controversy sells and that kind of stuff. And I think he's... I mean, yeah, it would be cool if he made his own silhouettes that were slightly different, which he's doing. It should definitely but, look like Air Force One. Yeah, so it, it does look <laughs> like Air Force One. But also, like, like Nike took his ideas and they booted him. Yeah, but this is my thing, right? So I remember when there was a big controversy over, like, BuzzFeed, like, when they had, you know, you know, they have creators that create videos and stuff. All that content, even though it's, like, separate ideas, it's BuzzFeed's content. Because they are working for BuzzFeed. So, like, I feel like that's the same, like, the way you're describing it's the same situation for Nike. Even though they booted him, they use his ideas because he's, he was an employee for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's why you have contracts. That's how the companies get you. So, like, I don't know too much about it, but, like, to me, it does look like an Air Force one. It The top looks like a, a stand, though, and the, the front looks like an Air Force. The front and the bottom, the sole look like an Air Force one, and then the back part looks like an Adidas stand to me. Well, I get the message that he's trying to promote. I think the whole point was to make it kind of look like Air Force One, but not. Is that right, Deej? Like the whole goal was to be like Air Force One esque, but this is just more like a slap at Nike. Like, yo, you guys did a lot of my shit, never gave me credit, and I want to do something similar. As just him being petty, almost. I feel like it's petty, but I I don't know enough about it. If he might just actually think that this is like a genius, like brand new silhouette on his own and if he's gonna sell it with that mentality then <laughs> bro if, if you're a designer you know this shit is like straight you know, replica you know. it, this is just straight replica like this man's like not he can't be that stupid to know like what he like he's doing yo like future said you petty i'm petty too yeah but also <laughs> like I, it confuses me a little bit maybe maybe because the scale of this is like so dramatic like you got small guy versus nike tech giant 
Nike's gonna win, yo. I feel like Nike's gonna, they're gonna win. But like we see so many like copiers and stuff. Uh I mean you look at any like New York boutique or any of those boutiques, they all have the same style shirts, right? Like, I mean, when you guys were designing the BBC merch, right? Like you guys are copying a lot of other things and just like you know, small text here. Nah, it's all original. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like People who are selling a product will say, yeah, it's all original, but you are taking reference from stuff that sells. So, I mean. No, it's all internal. It's all internal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Take simple shit. Put like a couple of like, uh, what's called? Bobby pins. They put a couple bobby pins in a, in a beanie and they sell it like $40. And they say, oh, someone else is doing that too. And then this one here, you know, they've been doing that for so long. It's like their original thing. But I mean, in that scale, like it's a lot more. I guess accepted than versus than in this like, the magnitude of John Geiger versus Nike. Do you guys see the uh, Kanye where Adidas like copied his Easy Slide? <laughs> like yeah. that shit. Like even I was like, bro, Adidas not even trying to hide it anymore. This shit yeah, looks yeah. exactly like the Easy Slide. You thought it did? I didn't think it did. The the one that looks like the train kind of like it looks yeah like, yeah. I don't think it does. Like the colors kind of do and like. I don't know. The shape of like where like your the slide, like, you know, the foot goes, it's like very similar. Obviously, it's not bulky like his Yeezy slides. It's like more of like the Adidas slides that we used to wear in school back yeah. in the day. But the elements like you can tell where they took the fucking inspiration from and like the color and the shape of where the top part of the slide. I was like, even I don't know shit about design. I looked at that shit. I was like, Kanye about to go off. And lo and behold, that man went off. Yeah, no, I, lucky you're saying that the side profile matches the Yeezy slide, not like the Adidas slides. The Adidas slides were a little bit more slim, but this one had like that bulky middle part. It's a little taller than most of the Adidas slides. Yeah, but like my thing is, even if Kanye owns 100%, right? So of Yeezy, but it's still Adi- it's under Adidas, right? Yeah. So doesn't Adidas, I'm assuming, own some of the rights to Yeezy? Yeah, but also like they do- they. I think Adidas kind of messed up in this. Like they double dipped into something because they couldn't come up with something original on their own for like that kind of slide. They've done this before with two. Like I think they did something similar with Ultra Boost or something where it referenced a 350. Like uh, like it, it. I don't know what the fucking model is called. I wish uh, I knew. But like they've done something similar like this before, and there has been articles out where like Adidas like can't come up with original concepts on their own. Like how Nike has like a lot of collaboration shit, and they also come up with their own unique like dunks and all this other shit too but adidas like if it's not pharrell it's not kanye or any of these it's like beyonce shit like the ivy park they always just take the popping shit from all these other creators and make like um almost just mimic that shit i mean jordan's jordan says the same thing where it's like you have a collaboration with travis scott and then they release a more affordable pair that's the similar color they did that with the travis like the brown and uh, black pairs of the uh, ones even though it's not a backwards swoosh they released a jordan one that has a forward swoosh with that that's like the same colorway yeah no i'm not saying nike doesn't do that i think nike just has more of their original shit that's popping like their models and other people buy outside of fucking yeezy who's fuck or ultra boost who the fuck is buying adidas bro i don't see adidas like unless you're stands are you uh, oh, stan smith okay yeah stan smith stan, all right my bad stan smith yeezys all the yeezy models and like the slides ultra boost yeah ultra boost but like outside of that i feel like nike has way more shit they have like the nike dunks they have the air force ones they have all the jordan shit they have um a lot of like 
Sakai's like every there's so many more from a Nike side because they just know how to market that shit better. I feel like versus Adidas, Adidas just I feel like just been riding Kanye's dick this whole time, and now that's just been fizzling out. I mean, I feel like uh, yeah, I kind of get it though because Kanye is what kind of made them compete in the I would say the American market more compared to the international because Adidas is overall internationally more well known compared to Nike. But I'm pretty. Doesn't Nike have a bigger like market cap and everything? Like I'm pretty sure Nike's actually a bigger company than. Yeah, it. Nike stocks is way higher. Yeah, but like all these like soccer players and everything, that's just all Adidas. I don't know now if Nike has some dip in the soccer market now. Yeah, speaking of soccer, do you see that FIFA shit? Yo, that's just coming to Philly, bro. I saw Deej, Deej wearing that. What is that? A PSG? I'm wearing PSG. Yeah, it's it's, it's from a couple years ago. It's not like a front runner kit, but. What does that mean? What's a front runner kit? No, I mean PSG leveled up with, I mean all their signings last year. But I really like. I, I mean, this is uh, Jordan twenty. Uh, what's called infrared twenty three color, which just looks fire. I have like a. I thought infrared of, was like uh, red. This shit looks like a shattered backboard, bro. Oh no no no! It's it's actually like a like a red orange, oh, neon okay. red orange. But no, it's the same one like on the top pages. And then uh, I think those fours that you were thinking about getting, lucky. I forget what they're called. The ones that I got, I got the breads. No, I don't know. That's a different. That's a different type of red. Well, I got the red thunder. Sorry, sorry. This one is um, it's literally called the Jordan Four Infrared. But uh, yeah, what were we saying? Lucky, uh, KV about like the World Cup cities. Oh, yeah, Lucky was saying that uh, FIFA's coming to in twenty twenty six. It's coming to Philadelphia. I mean, there's other cities too. Like, I think the concept is sick, yo. They're like scattering it all over North America. So Canada, U.S., and Mexico. It's pretty dope. Mm. You guys think you're going to go? I'll definitely go if it's in Philly, bro. Like, it, that's like a once in a lifetime. Well, not a once in a Yeah, like, I'll definitely go. Even where, are they doing, where are they building the arena? It's, it's the Eagles Stadium. Uh, it's the Eagles Stadium, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're doing Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Houston. The one surprising one was Kansas City. Because Kansas City is like... Kansas City fire. It's popular because of the Chiefs <laughs> now. I think, I think that's nah, why. Yeah, the Midwest is popping off, trust. Like all that shit, like Kansas City, like St. Louis, like OKC, like all those cities are like blowing up. Yeah, but Kansas City isn't like a big ass market until recently because of the Chiefs. Like if you look at like Los Angeles, the, the Chiefs been market. there though. The Chiefs have been yeah, there, but, but like they won a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes like, went to back to back Super Bowls. Like, hmm. wait, so Lori, break this down because I don't know shit. I thought they were just picking one city out of all those possible cities. So are they all just like doing no, no, no. playing a game at one game at one city or? Uh, so, I mean, there's so many matches, right? Like there's the uh, group stages, four matches per group. Um, and then, uh, but no, it's not four matches per group. No, no, it's well, you play each team once. 16 matches per group, right? Yeah, yeah, it's 16 matches per group. And then, so I'm sure they'll, they'll spread those out on all of them. And then they kind of slowly and slowly refine. I think the final is probably in New York, right? The prelims happen yet? There's World Cup going on this year. It's in November. Qatar is this year, Harvey. Qatar is going on in November this year. Yeah, I'm just, oh, yeah, okay. Wait, what year? This is in 2026, right? Yeah. yeah. So 2022 World Cup is happening in Qatar this year. Oh, yeah, we're in 2022 right now. Yeah. <laughs> It used to be where it's like one city and then like you get stadiums built in that city. And that kind of like, even though it's cool, I think I've heard that it kind of destroys the city afterwards because it's like you build all this infrastructure and stuff for this World Cup coming in. And then like the space is useless after and stuff. Yeah, facts. 
now it's like you were saying it's like all north america it's in canada mexico there's two cities in uh, canada three cities in mexico yeah i wonder how the finances work with that shit like how all that goes into it because yeah usually it's yeah like you're saying like all goes away now there's like three different countries essentially splitting the like bill yeah i wonder how they i mean they don't have to build any stadiums though like they are in qatar and you know using all that well, that's the Saudi money over there. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like it doesn't. I feel like all this shit is like kind of like boxing. It's just like sponsorship dollars, like paved the way, and that's just advertising. I'm assuming, and I'm sure there's also like private equity in it too from like investors and shit like that. But I didn't know about that shit. I didn't know like after like a stadium is done, the city just gets dicked. But I yeah, would it's just the same think... with the Olympics too, man. Well, it depends. Some cities make use of it. To look up like before, after like Beijing and stuff, or like Rio, especially like yeah, Rio went into like debt with that shit and then never got themselves out of that hole. Yeah, that was like the big one. So yeah, outside of building a stadium, like uh, wouldn't it just in- increase more tourism and the local people would just like or like the local economy would prosper a little bit? Like how is it like destroying it? Is it just like they're using taxpayer dollars to build a shit and then? Hoping to get yeah, a it better... costs millions of dollars to build all that stuff, and then if you don't get your money on the return in terms of people coming into your city and like paying for it and all that, like if you don't have enough, like. So when a country hosts it, that means they're gonna out of pocket do that shit, or yeah, I thought it... yeah, they out of pocket pay for it, all like everything. Oh, I thought it's like a prestige. A... It's a prestigious thing to host like the Olympics or the World Cup, so it's like yeah, you can put. I think they bid right. You you put a bid in to be selected for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys hear though, I mean, about, uh, I mean, most, most like European South American co- countries are saying like, it's not, it's losing its authenticity by going to the United States, the World Cup. I mean, it's been here before. Oh, no. No, that was, that was the Olympics, 94. Yeah. Wait, was USA, not, yeah, that was 94, that was Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. Oh, well, I think the 94 World Cup was also. Why is it losing its authenticity? Because we call it soccer. They just don't think they don't see that. Uh, yeah, sorry. Actually, '94 was the World Cup in in uh, the United States, but they they just don't see the United States as like enough of a soccer presence, um, compared to some of the other like, yeah. South American or European. The only ones out of the three, I feel like, is like Mexico that probably has the most presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like even Canada, I mean, they just know for their hockey and shit. But uh, M- MLS is getting, like, a lot of traction. A lot of, like, European football players are moving to the MLS now. Yeah. Really? I feel like MLS doesn't pay as well, though, right? No, there was a, no, there was a big one. There was a big signing, like, recently. Uh, I don't know who it was. I forget. But it was, like, big name. You're talking about Bale? Garrett Bale? Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. That was, that was that a was big signing. That was this weekend. Yeah, he's going to LA. But he was, like, one of the most expensive, like, English uh, transfers to Real Madrid when before he got to his prime or whatever but yeah dude no it's 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 gonna be fun for us at least like gonna be able to like splurge on a ticket yo has india ever been in the world cup i don't i don't think they deserve to be <laughs> why not that's our problem yeah I, I play i play fifa sometimes and they're like <laughs> one of the worst teams ever <laughs> Maybe so in your qual- hands, qualified in 1950. Dude, yo, side story. Yo, side story. I got to tell this story. Yo, I remember this was like back in 2015, 2016. Uh, Jesse and I go to KV's house. And I guess KV's just super fucking competitive when it comes to FIFA. This man was getting his 
ass spanked. Then like he would not take the L. He would not take the L. He took off his kara. He's like, yo, watch me win now. Watch me win now. Still got his ass spanked. Like Jesse's actually dirty in FIFA. I didn't realize that shit, but I, that's just I don't know why that popped into my head. Just KB just getting so angry because talking shit during FIFA. I thought you guys were about to throw hands, bro. You guys were so angry at each other. I'm competitive with everything. This is how it is. True, true, true. But yo, should we, let's talk about the anniversary, bro. We kind of just skipped over that. Like, yeah, how yeah, do we yeah. feel about that shit? Like, you know, it's a one year in the fucking books now, boys. No one. I think I'm pretty. <laughs> I think I'm pretty satisfied with where we reach. I think it was interesting because I feel like at some point we were all like, kind of just like, yo, this is too much. Like, is this even worth it and stuff? And then I think at that point, it was, like, the little, like, turnkey moment. And, like, things started, like, popping up. Sponsorships started coming in. We got, like, the Spotify call out. Like, I think that definitely was a good, uh, like, motivation, motivational thing that we kind of all needed. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely. definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, never had a fourth co-host in a while, bro. It's taking time to gel. But go ahead. No, no. I'm saying, like, you guys, especially, uh, I mean, hosting you definitely streamlined the process and you know everyone kind of stepped up this season the last two seasons for sure to like you guys like distributed who's editing you know cutting everything together and making sure everything was ready for like a weekly bi-weekly release and it's been cool the bi-weekly is definitely nice though yo facts yeah for sure we're working professionals man it's it's hard to manage the weekly dude i think that's like probably like in the beginning where like you know Obviously, I was, like, kind of on edge with a lot, like, shit, too. And that little break that we took from February to now, like, helped refocus and realign, like, our, like, end goal. But I, it's kind of, this was a journey in itself, dude. I feel like I learned a lot about myself, too. Like, I thought group projects would be fun, but, like, there's some, at times, you get heated at shit, bro. And we've seen that in episodes that come out. But I learned a lot, though. I'm happy that where we are, too, like, kind of like what Rinku was saying. What about you, KV? I'm happy where we came to, but I'm, I I just wonder like. Give me KV's classic response. I'm we chilling. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm just I'm just wondering like. I don't think we're stopping anytime soon, but I like I I always wonder like how long this shit's kind of last, you know? Like I, I don't know how many seasons or episodes we're gonna do anymore, like uh, you know, like in the future. So it's like living in the journey right now is pretty cool. I think it's about, like, yeah, I think it's, like, also important that we start thinking about, like, the next step. Like, is there something that we can do differently? Like, not, I don't know, like, I guess we also got to wait till, like, what's the next big thing, too, right? Maybe there'll be an opportunity that presents itself that we can, like, transition on to, like, some next, like, tech jump or, like, it just maybe is easier to, like, record video sessions and we're recording, like, our videos and talking. I want to do, like, animations with us talking somehow. Well, that like that's yeah. gonna take like a good month or two to like kind of set up. Wait, no, aren't there like YouTubers or like virtual tubers? Can we just get like that face cam thing? You know what I'm talking about on Twitch? But like, I, I want to like ed- like our edited final episode where it's like we just edit like have our voice in the final episode. Everyone's voice is like a character or something. Bro, we're not the Simpsons, dog. What do you mean? We might as well be. You never know. <laughs> No, I thought you were talking about the VTuber shit, like uh, the ones that are on Twitch and they use like a animated sculpture of themselves, like a character of themselves. Like Pokimane does that shit. That girl that's like... Do you watch her? Nah. She's kind of like after that scandal went down where I think, I forget who the scandal was with, but I never really liked her. Like, I I don't think she's that funny. She's cute, but like, that's not the reason why I watch Twitch, bro. Is it possible to do these sessions like on Twitch? 
And then also be recording them? Live, yeah. But Twitch records themselves, right? You can have the VOD. Oh, yeah, you can have the I VOD. I think that's pretty dope. We could just go live on Twitch and then also still put it out on Spotify. But, but the then... thing about Twitch is you got to be, if you have viewers, like Twitch is all about interacting with your community. Wait, how do all these gamers interact with the community then? They talk. Yeah, we that's literally what we're doing. What do you mean? They talk to them, like they'll they'll say something in chat and stuff and they'll respond and stuff and then we'll go back and forth with the community. Oh uh, I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah, you know, honestly, that'd be I'll be not, I'll be down to do like a live session, but I guarantee we're gonna have with like what, one or two, two people. Viewers? Yeah, two viewer turnout, bro. I mean, that's fine. We need a shout out from like some big person or like uh what does it call like we need a raid some other like indian person needs to like raid us i mean that means like uh they have a lot of viewers they're about to end their stream and you can shift when your stream ends and it automatically redirects to redirects you to a new stream oh true which is like the hardest platform to grow on though so <laughs> yeah we gotta get back to the guests too i feel like we have a lot of like people waiting and need to put them on yeah, honestly, when's the, who's the last guest that we had? It was Lenny, right? Lenny. Lenny, yeah. That show was like episode three or four. Rep out Lenny, yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> rep for Lenny, yeah. Uh, I thought you said rip. rip. I was like, what, what, what? Yeah, I was like, yo, it's not said to relax, bro. The man listens to our episode. You say sorry I was to say, him. I was like, yeah, rep, like, rep Lenny. Yo. He, I know he'd be already tuned into this shit, so give him a shout out. You got to link up with that, man. I've been meaning to hit him up. Uh, his weekend and my weekends have been lined up. But yo, it's kind of wild. Yeah, we gotta. I wonder what would be our next step. I I mean, like, do you guys have any off the top, like off? Just didn't even think about it. What do you guys think we have any ideas for our next steps? I mean, I thought it'd be nice because like we're all now gonna be in the same time zone. But now one of us comes from the West Coast and another <laughs> one's going to the West Coast. Well, I think I think I'm still probably gonna say producer, but. Yeah, I mean, you got you guys. Uh, definitely. I think we could easily fit in like more live sessions. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I'm also down to have like random ass friends on here. Like it doesn't even have to be a guest. Just like random friends that we have, like that we kind of are close with. Dude, everyone says that to us. We honestly should like everyone is like, "Yo, put us on the pod. Put us on the pod." But I feel like we need a topic to have you on the pod. We can't just like. <laughs> well, no, no, you don't even have to have a topic. I mean, you've been saying for a while you want some like casual episodes. Every time you want a casual episode, bring on someone who's like. That's true. Not down to talk about something serious. True, yeah. true, true. Yeah, we can definitely experiment with it for sure. Yeah, we should do songs of the week. I'll start. I have a, I think it's an Afro pop song. I think that's the genre. I'm not really sure, but it's called Sede. It's a remix. It has a spin all. It has a black, and some other artists. But it's it's a pretty like summery type of song. Mine's probably gonna be Punjabi song, bro. So I've been listening to a lot of Sidhu like the level song that just came up right before he passed away that shit is fire Facts. mine's all of honestly never mind um <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go you want me to go wait no no he's he's <laughs> no, put in like the uh, drake album <laughs> oh 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 because the title's honestly never mind your massive on that shit is the best song on there not false am i i'm probably gonna go with liability or flights book no, live. I, I'll give you flights book. Liability gets boring after the first thirty no, seconds. No, bro. There's so many bars in the liability, bro. Like your mom, your mom is the sweetest lady, but the apple fell far from the tree. Yo, that's so fire. 
I was listening to that album. Like, I, I had that shit on the background, and like, calling my name was playing. And then all I hear at the end is like, <laughs> Your pussy is calling my name. I'm like, What is this song, bro? I thought this shit was elevator music. And then it just takes a left turn. This man's out here, bro. Yeah, that, but- shit was so, that shit was so fire in the car. It was just crack. I was just be chuckling to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in the shower, and I'm like, Am I hearing this shit right? I had to turn off the water to make sure this man was saying what he was saying. And lo and behold, he was like, Your pussy is calling my name. <laughs> Or whatever the way he says that shit. I actually enjoyed most of the album besides besides calling my name. It's growing on me. Yo, it's growing on me. No cap. It's no, growing call on me. Call my name and definitely just hit different. It's just unique. And not even unique. It's just like I think he just did that shit on purpose. Like it just funny. It's like as corny. Fuck. I don't know. I know it's corny as fuck, but it's like funny as fuck too. Yo, it reminds me of like the ratchet birthday thing when he goes like that like in the middle <laughs> yeah, of the song yeah, on yeah. Scorpion. But you guys don't like Massive, yo? That shit is probably the banger on I there. like Massive, yeah. Everybody like, yeah, I like massive. massive. Massive was like the flip around from whatever the album so it went from like soft to like more hard. I thought the banger was Sticky, though. Yeah, Sticky was fire. Bro, you know I got some weird music going on. <laughs> you guys see that movie RRR? Nah, yo, why is everyone talking about that shit? All right, so it's fire. Low-key, like... What is it about? Like, without ruining it. It's just like a, like a super Indian epic like the follow-up to like Bahubali. I'm sure you guys heard of that. That was basically like Infinity War Endgame. This is like the guy took all the budget and all the earnings from those two movies and just like doubled down on CGI. But it's basically like two freedom fighters of India. Like that's like they took their names and then they made like a fictional story of, of them against like whatever, you know, independence, British and all that stuff. Yo, yeah. When I was looking up on it, the budget was like 150 million. I was like, India got bread like that? Like, oh yeah. You should watch like Bahubali one and two. Like the CGI is so trash on there, but the story's really good. But it still made a ton of money. And then he just like really like focused on that, and it's awesome. Like there, there's like live animals and stuff in there, like that are like full CGI. I can't say anything without spoiling it, but yeah, like yeah. It's, it's an experience. Three hours though. The best action Bollywood movie of all time has to be Doom back in 2006. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, that, that movie just, the soundtrack of that shit was fire, too. That Doom Achala shit still be hitting, bro. I watched that shit again, and it doesn't hit the same, though, when you first watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're probably right. I haven't seen it since 2006, but... That, that or Dust. Like... You know Dust? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those were the two, like, back in our era that were, like, really fire. Yeah, so anyway, the song Dosti from Triple uh, R. And then also, you guys know Strome? He's like a DJ, like a like a Belgian DJ. No, I'm I'm not. <laughs> anyway, no. peep this shit. Anyway, he's got a Moves journey with like I don't know. You can sound it out and figure it out. But he's he's a Belgian DJ. He goes pretty hard. But those are my two songs of the week. Bet bet. All right. Thank you all for tuning to another episode of Brown Boy Chronicles. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Brown Boy Chronicles by Harvey Lucky KV and produced by Deech, who you can find at Drawings by Deech. We are available on all streaming platforms. Please rate and subscribe as this helps us grow. And lastly, please follow us on social media, which can be found in the episode description. If you'd like to collab, slide in the DMs or hit our email at brownboychronicles1 at gmail.com. Till next time.